You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Two, one, hit it. Montreal, it's raining. It wouldn't be fringe if it wasn't raining, at least for part of it. Yeah, it always rains right at the end or right in the beginning. Yeah, there's always some amount of rain. Hopefully it clears up. This is We're recording this at like 7.30 in the morning, so... Uh, nah, it's going to rain all day. No, hopefully it's going to be nice. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit shorter because we do have j- day jobs to get to. Um, and we, we had technical difficulties yeah, yesterday. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Uh, you might... Just a quick plug for Go Plug Yourself. Go listen to the Hot Raw Fire episode, the episode with Lise Vigneault and Paul Neyman, because it took me about triple the amount of time as a normal episode, so that means it's extra good. But this is what we did at The Fringe, where we talk about Fringe shows while our dog tries to eat the Fringe program. Yeah. Sarah, what did you see last night? I saw Giant and Angry. The new one from, I believe, Nova I want to say Nova Scotia. She lives. She grew up in Nova Scotia, yeah. but she lives in uh, Australia now. Yeah, and from Jillian English. Yes. And tell us about Giant and Angry. Do you want me to read the description of it, or yeah, go for it. Do you just want to jump right do down? The, do the regs from the description, and then I'll go more into it. I thought I was going to have it open, but then our puppy is literally trying to eat it as we uh, as we go. That's okay. From the description. As the creeps and predators around us are falling like sex pest dominoes, the women of the world are waking up to their power. They are many, they are giant, and they are angry. Really, really angry. Yes, this is a comedy. Yeah. Um, we talked and about this was. a little bit. I would just say we talked about this a little bit with uh, Veronique and Amy. Uh, there is a even though it was a a random lottery. Okay. The, of, of all have all the fringes work there ended up being a lot of uh women centric shows with also like feminist messages just mm-hmm. just randomly so that was like a that's so fucking cool it's a, a cool you know what it was what was it, was it it was the world saying it was the world saying this is it this is the time we're gonna make it happen at the fringe it's gonna be all over everywhere mm-hmm. starting at the fringe after, you know, the Me Too movement going nowhere? Well, well, hey, you can't say going nowhere. A lot of a lot of men uh, and sexual predators yeah, got, they just got lost their comeuppance. Yeah, they lost their jobs. That's Pretty sure uh, both Bill Cosby and uh, Weinstein are going to jail. Well, Bill Cosby is in jail. Yeah, and Weinstein has been indicted on like a zillion counts. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. cool. So it's not just losing their jobs. Whatever, I don't read the news anymore. Yeah, I know, it's really depressing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it, it's... M- <laughs> maybe, Whatever. Maybe not enough is happening, but guess what? A lot more than it was in like yeah. the 80s. <laughs> so anyways, let's get back to the show. Yeah. So the show is actually really cool. Um, it was, It's a one-woman show, mm-hmm. and she's like... My sh- let, let me tell you about why, uh, how, and why, or what made her so angry Mm -hmm. and she's like let's start with the 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 how which is like her dad Mm -hmm. um and it's not because her parents are like she has like anger issues or whatever like that with her parents it's just like her dad has taught her how to become like a warrior basically Mm -hmm. because she was because she was always um 511 goddess Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said she was like she was like five eleven before like elementary school was done. Or yeah, she was like, like twelve years old, and five eleven is what she says. And I I wouldn't be surprised because like I stopped growing at twelve. I am not five eleven. <laughs> I am very short. <laughs> I hit puberty early too, but not as much as she did. Mm-hmm. So you know, whatever. Um. But yeah, um, so basically her dad was like, holy shit, people are not seeing you as a child. They're seeing you as a woman. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach you how to fucking kill a man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So she starts, basically like half the show is like, it's like, obviously it's a comedy, right? So she Mm -hmm. goes like into like uh, examples of where like this has happened and her dad and and things like that. Mm -hmm. But then it also like, there's some really serious parts as well where her and her imagine. sister almost got kidnapped at eight years old. Um, and then her parents showed up at like the perfect time, mm-hmm. like fucked up, like really fucked up. And then, uh, then like as she's explaining like other parts of the body, like she starts from the foot to the face basically, mm-hmm. um, on how to like protect yourself so that you can get away. Um, or, or kill your assailant. Or kill your assailant. Yeah. yeah. If you need to kill someone, how to kill them. Or, you know, how to just incapacitate them and run the fuck away. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, yeah, so, like, some of her other things are, like, you know, keys. We all know that. We all walk. We all know. A lot of women are taught to walk with your keys in your fingers because, you know, this is, like, an easy tool because mm-hmm. you can break your hand. Yep. Whereas, like, if you have keys, it's basically, like... Um, we have a, a, f- a friend of ours who has a safety cat. Yeah. Where it's literally like it kind of looks like a cat, but it's also sort of like a brass knuckle spike situation. Yeah. So instead of like having that, you just use your keys. Like yeah. You can just use your keys. But she's like, put it in the cheek. And guess what? That's an identifiable mark. And now you have your assaulter with whatever, a charge. Like you can charge them because yeah. you know who the fuck they are because mm-hmm. they're going to they're gonna go to the hospital. You know what I mean? So she's like. I immediately things. thought of Atomic Blonde when you said that. And I was like, maybe that's where she got it. Remember when she's fighting the guy and she stabs him right in the cheek? No, this is what you're taught. Like, you're taught this in school, Keith. I, okay, I'm telling you that I just thought of Atomic Blonde. Oh. That's not where she got it, though. Anyway, her it dad... It might have been. This and also like she sh- got it from her dad. I don't know if you're listening. I'm <laughs> not saying where Jillian got it from. I'm saying but maybe Atomic Blonde was making a reference to that because it was also like, oh, a yeah. feminist action film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, Jeez. for sure. Anyway... <laughs> And then, um, and then it got extra serious. And then she's basically so, like, so hang on. So you're, you're, you're telling me I'm a little bit of I'm doing a lot of, of spo- I know. Not, uh, you didn't spoil that much. You did stab in the cheek, which is fine. Uh, but what's like the format? Is it sort of done like it's a, a one woman standing show of just like, it's yep. basically like a comedy setup, like where it's just like a woman like talking, like so it's kind of like a storytelling, storytelling comedy, like a long set, right? Like okay. an hour long set. Like an hour long set about some dark themes. Yeah. So, like, if Walter had an hour, it would be the same. He would tell, like, the one, like, a one long joke. Right. It's like that. But the one, the one long joke is, is about, about how, sexual how assault. Horrible it is and to be a woman. In yeah. And then she's world. also, like, right. addressing the, the audience, too, like, men and stuff like that. And she's like, I'm sick of this fucking shit. I'm going to stay angry. And no, 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 like, near the end, because, like, obviously, it's, like, super unfair that we're being taught, like, walk with your fucking keys in your hand yeah. instead of, like, teaching like younger and also like that it's okay to you know oh he pushed you in the mud like when you're a kid and it's because he likes you and like mm-hmm. no like teach your fucking boys not to be fucking rapists yeah, yeah in yeah. summary yeah um 
I'm not stealing anything from that show. I mean, this is like a normal thing. Yeah, this is but like I a think norm- that it's really fucking cool that she's doing this show and she's traveling around doing this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck yeah, girl, preach. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really fucking cool. And it was like really fucking sad at the end because um, just before the show started, like one of her friends uh, was assaulted and murdered uh, in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So that was like super fucked up. And she shared that with us, which was really fucking cool about doing that but it's like she's talking about this show about like this being a reality it was, it was cool of her to share it wasn't cool that it happened no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was special it was cool. special yeah. special yeah exactly sorry i'm really like fucked up guys um it's yeah seven in the morning <laughs> fucked up um <laughs> but yeah um yeah, so it was really special that she shared that with us, and it was, like, really fucked up for her, and I can't believe she went on and did it, but I feel like that gave her more strength to do the show. Like, if you're if you're talking about sexual assault and how it's fucked up, and then you, this happens to your friend, like, you're doing her justice by, like, mm-hmm. going on, you know? Like, it was really fucking cool. And I think, like, honestly... If there was, like, no swearing, this should be, like, in every school. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you should put this in. You should have a woman come in and maybe drink sex ed instead of just talking about putting condoms on bananas. You should uh, teach kids not to sexually assault women. Yeah, no, our sex ed was, like, Your sex ed was Catholic and just scared you about never having sex. They were like, there's only one way, and it's abstinence. Yeah, and rape. Jesus. Um, And also Dawson's Creek. Who would you you recommend it to, Sarah? We are on a time. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like I said, if there is, if you clean it up, pitch it to schools. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I mean, for obvious reason, uh, there are, I guess, like a trigger warning for sexual assault themes and violence. Oh yeah, don't go. Like if you if you're a victim and you're not like ready, like don't go. Mm-hmm. But I think it was, if you are a victim, like, and you're you're feeling okay okay about it, like go see it because it's really empowering that someone is speaking up for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jillian has a couple more shows left. She has a show today at 5.30. She has a show on Friday at 7.15. She has a show Saturday at 10.30 and another show at Sunday at 6 o'clock. And it's at Theatre St. Catherine. Yeah. Uh, I so what did you see? What'd you I see? also saw a one-person show. Uh, the latest from Red Bastard. This is Red Bastard Lie With Me. Um, from the program. Do you know the rules of love? Are you sure? Award-winning trickster Red Bastard guides you on this hilariously fun five-star tilt-a-whirl of love, lust, and freedom teetering on the tip of your moral highs and lows. A mischievous, mind-warping show for singles, couples, or anyone who dares to adore. Um, This is, I believe, the second Red Bastard show. The first one he did was all about honesty and being honest with yourself. And this one, obviously, lie with No one wants to see that. Well, it was very successful, and a lot of people enjoyed it. (laughs) No one wants to be honest with themselves. (laughs) But but the the first one was about being, like, brutally honest with yourself. Oh, no one. Yeah, exactly. And this (laughs) this is about as awkward as being brutally honest with yourself, which is uh, kind of coming up with uh, the rules of lying in a relationship and how everybody lies like <coughs> <laughs> so Keith says while looking at me <laughs> everybody lies uh and specifically about how about relationships and it's kind of interesting because uh red bastard if you look up you can kind of see a video of him it's the the 
persona of Red Bastard is maybe supposed to be a demon or maybe just some sort of otherworldly creature, but it's sort of a... Um, oh, is he like a Geppetto, but like... Like a Geppetto? Yeah. Do you mean like a, like a marionette? Like a no. Pinocchio? No, Geppetto, the conscience. Oh, no, wait, that's not his name. Jiminy Cricket? Yeah. There you go. I was like, Geppetto was the woodcarver, <laughs> babe. <laughs> is he a Geppetto? Um, yeah, so... Basically, he's in a um, kind of a like a skin-tight bodysuit that he's Hot. shoved... Uh, like rubber inflatable balls in to kind of make himself lumpy around the back and chest. Love it. A little bit like a lumpy space princess from Adventure Time, but only around the torso area. Oh. Uh, and his, um, the red bastard. Is like a grape? Y- no. Oh, okay. Because his legs are normal and then his upper body is like, like his shoulders and arms are normal. Like okay. it, he doesn't go all the way up to his chest. It's just around his like belly and back. Ah, cool. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, but he incorporates that body type into his movements really well. So he like he prances a lot, kind of like a, kind of like a like a, a Jiminy Cricket. No, I'm no, joking. Not, not like a Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> I was gonna say like sort of like a if you imagine like maybe like a like a flamingo oh yeah flamingo horse and like just sort of like trots around i like it my two favorite things (laughs) and yeah he sort of like trots around on stage and like incorporates obviously there's balls there isn't really weight but like he moves on like as though there is kind of a weight and that is his more like his body that's really cool it is like yeah the physicality and the way he moves around is uh is really crazy um and basically the idea is is that like he essentially feeds off the lies of the audience like he's like like immediately like nom, 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 nom. so he's like a like a vampire kind of yeah and uh and then he also i mean and this is not really spoilers because this happens in the first five seconds I d- and i don't know if he did this in the first one because we missed him the first time around um he also pulls off parts of the red bastard costume to reveal the performer underneath uh-huh. and is a lot more kind of like honest in that mode Okay. And like at some point he's even like half and half. Cool. Yeah, it's it's neat. So he sort of like switches back and forth to be like when he's a red bastard and when he's a performer. Like it starts off like really, like this is like in the first one minute he hasn't fully transitioned into red bastard yet, and then obviously obviously does so. Um, and yeah, the format is just sort of like establishing all the rules and how often everybody lies, and obviously what's a white lie and what's like. A, What's the lie that What's we say? What's a real lie? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like, I can prove everyone's a liar, and this is. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the joke, but he does. Like he he starts saying sort of like some of the more common common lies, like you know, just sort of like I'm really sick at work today or whatever. And eventually, there's still like a few people standing who haven't told a lie, and then he 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 drops a bomb, and. Literally everybody sits down. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, it's He's like, stop being, stop lying. Yeah, you're exactly. Fucking, you're the worst. Too. I'll tell, I'll tell it to you after the recording, but uh, it's, it's great because it's a, it's a, it's a hilarious. And and as soon as you hear it, you're just sort of like, yep, no one, no one in their whole, <laughs> no one is standing up after this guy, after this line. That's good. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> and then he sort of like the character of the red bastard doesn't understand love or like why there are so many rules to it so he kind of like works through the audience there's a lot of um like audience uh audience participation he was uh very interested in the fact that i was married when i was like 20 (laughs) 
He was like, oh, you're married. He's like, yeah. He's like, first wife? I'm like, no. And he's like, what? And he's like, how old are you? <laughs> so they got into that a little bit. And <laughs> I was just very, like, very confused. Um, he also uh, pulled up um, one of the performers we talked to from uh, Ellipses, Morph, Gabe. Oh, cool. And, uh, and Gabe was just having a great time with the red bastard and seemed to be down for a lot more than maybe a lot of other audience members might well, have been. It, it, it's, like, a, it's another performer and going around with gonna it. You're going to like yeah. really like help them out with their show. Yeah, exactly. People are not it. really into it. Yeah, well, it wasn't, it, it wasn't that people weren't into it, but it was just uh, sort of like the red bastard would just sort of be like, could we hold hands and like, could we, <laughs> could we hug and like, and could yeah. we do whatever? Or, and, and obviously the show was designed in such a way that the show would have gone on if, if, if someone had no. if someone had yeah. refused. Exactly, that's it. But Gabe was just down enough to to kind of just go with the, go I, with the flow and see where it was going. I am not that person, so it was a good thing that I wasn't there. <laughs> exactly. I would have been like, hell no. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was mostly uh, because I don't like being touched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, really funny. Like it does kind of make you think about a lot of the where societal norms come from in terms of not just not just relationship not just like love but also like relationships and and stuff like um like friend relationships or like no 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 like basically he's he's really just dealing with romance oh on this okay one. but well, just you said uh, not really like not romantic ones so i got confused oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know i don't think i ever said not romantic whatever okay. i'm tired anyway i yeah. haven't had my coffee yet and i had benadryl guys <laughs> now you have a puppy in your lap yeah um yeah it was and really really fun and also i mean the the runtime it's 70 minutes uh, but oh, cool. did like not feel like it? Like it felt like a forty-five minute show. Like it felt like very fast. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was well, like because it's like it's like a little bit of a mix, right? So he's t- telling stuff, but he's also getting people to participate. Mm-hmm. So is is the runtime actually seventy minutes, or is it like ninety? And he has like time to play. No, it's actually seventy minutes. Oh, okay, cool. And I mean, I guess he probably allows himself to wander around. Like, I, I'm not sure how he how he keeps himself on time. He probably has some sort of a internal a clock. Yeah, he probably has some sort of internal clock, and probably has yeah. like some bits that he can either oh, stretch he's out. Professional. Or, he's professional. He's a pro. He's, he's a no, pro. No, like honestly, he's like a. He's a fucking pro. He doesn't need clocks. He just has like his brain telling him like, "Hey, you got five minutes left." Yeah, no, but I'm just saying. But he, you got in terms of structuring, left. he probably yeah. allows himself to have like some bits shorter, some bits longer. Yeah, because yeah. like he got he got really really into it. And again, this is not a spoiler because assuming this guy is not in the audience every time, he got really into it. A guy who was in an open relationship. And then, in his words, the, the audience member's words, ha- made love with a beautiful Russian photographer, but then didn't tell his partner about it anyways, even though he was in an open relationship. And you told this to the audience? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you, like, what? Okay, well, he had, he had just, he, he, because the Red Bastard was specifically asking about uh, events from the people's past. Oh. He's like, he's like, oh, they're done. That makes sense. Yeah. Although, but then the guy was like, oh, we just recently broke up. Yeah, no shit. Because you fucking lo- Oh, my God. Just take it out of her mouth, Sarah. I am. There, that is, uh, if the sound you're hearing on the microphone is Zelda in the microphone. <laughs> she just fucking... Ow. Anyway. I don't know why you picked her up. Whatever. She was crying and you told me to make her not cry. Anyway, yeah, guys, special special guest, Zelda's mouth. Zelda's mouth eating the um, microphone. But yeah, no shit he's fucking broken up. He fucking lied and he had an open relationship. Like, clearly you're fucking... You don't want to be in that relationship. Yeah, but it was interesting that he... Like, re- like obviously Red Like, Bastard. you broke the trust. Like, yeah. you're out. You're done. Yeah. That, and, that, and that's kind of one of the things that he was saying. He's like... And that was Red Bastard was saying. He's like, what? what? He's like, you... Because it's not always just like... Like, cheating isn't necessarily... 
like just physically being with someone else he kind of gets into the the react like the idea of that it's like it, it's mentally giving yourself to someone else yeah i find that's more fucked up than like just like a random hookup yeah Anyway, really good. Very good. Very well performed. Uh, excellent work from Eric Davis, Aitor Basari. Aitor Basari, who, are the, uh, who is the director. Eric Davis, the playwright, the choreographer, Mimosa Lindahl, and the costumes by Gina Ruiz. I feel I'm messing up all these it's names. It's a good thing I'm not reading that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, there are also three more showings of this. Uh, it's at La Chapelle. And it's going to be playing today at 5, Friday at 7.45, and Saturday at 4.30. I, I would recommend this as a, if you enjoy any kind of like, there's like some, some dark moments, some happy moments. There's excellent clowning performances from the Red Bastard. It's a it seems like a, a pretty like enjoyable thing. I feel like everything that we saw this year is not like niche, except like, you know, like I feel like everything that we saw, like everyone would enjoy. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, th- I think this is. And prob- we did a lot of randos. Yeah, we we, we, we did. D- we did the fringe way for the first time in a while. Yeah, we just we just grabbed random shows. We unfortunately didn't see all the shows of the people that we spoke to. I know. I mean, I re- we really like. I really wanted to see a lot of the shows, but none of the times could work with my schedule. Because of because uh, of the dog that's eating your sock right now. Yeah. Uh, happy fringe, everybody. We'll be around a little bit this weekend if you want to yeah. see us and say hi. Uh, we'll probably be. I'm gonna maybe throw up a couple little Twitter reviews if we manage to get to any shows. You should do the same, Sarah. Yeah. Just a uh, quick ones. Uh, see you next year, everybody. Go friend yourself. There's still more four more days. Hey there. We really hope you've been enjoying our Fringe podcasts. Uh, go friend yourself. Um, just a reminder at 9to5.cc, we do love all of your fan support. Uh, so if you are enjoying what we're doing, uh, tell your friends about it. Maybe share it on social media. Uh, maybe check out our other podcasts. We have 90s, which is a geek podcast. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to Montrealers every two weeks. We also write a comic. And if you're feeling like super generous and you're told all of your friends about us and that's still not enough, uh, you can actually support us maybe financially if you go to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. We have some awesome uh, rewards there if you want to chip in maybe a couple bucks to us each month. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, We love doing this and we hope you enjoy what we're doing. Uh, Keep enjoying the Fringe, everybody. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.